Welcome to episode 253 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 253. I normally just say the numbers, but I normally go 253. But we're at 253. It's a lot. I know, time's changing, John. If I am talk, proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofwhy.com The world's... What am I, I going to do something different this week, John? The best looking coffee in the world. Nice. Yes. Extreme endurance. The best looking packaging for a supplement in the world. Nice. <laughs> nice yellow. Athlinks.com Athlinks, the best looking place to see your friends in the world. Nice. Oh, John, what's the cost? Oh, wait, wait. I'm, I'm happy, Bevan. Why are you happy, John? Because I got a full night's sleep last night, I and that's a, that's a rarity in my world. Really? Yeah, Why? Either earthquakes or There was no earthquakes, was there? There was one at 8, about 8, a pretty decent one, about 8.30, 8.40 last yeah, night. Yeah, um, And But other than that, I don't think there was anything. anything nothing we'd wake up to. Nothing Nothing over a three, probably. No, three's peasants. It's got to be four before we wake up. But other than that, so I'm... I'm, I'm and the kids good. didn't wake up early? Kids did not wake up early. I had a little competition. We've now got a competition in our household, Star Chart. And how, how long do you stay in bed? Who can be the quietest during the night? <laughs> Which is basically aimed at Thomas. Mum and Dad didn't win that one last night. <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> okay, then, uh, what have we got? What's the goal? how are you? Sorry. Oh, well, we're, we're kind of stuffed up because normally we talk and then we say sponsors. Oh. Yeah, I'm good. Good. Uh, yep, yeah, but we'll talk about that later on the show. Okay. Uh, so what's happening this week's show? We've got some news. We've got a veto your age group of the week. Why? I've, got, I've overridden you. Okay. Because <laughs> Maura has just emailed me so many times. Okay. I thought, we've got to do it. So Maura, I'm keeping you happy today. Uh, we've got website of the week. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> That's your show. I, I had a busy yesterday. Last week we did like a show that was five hours long, so I think mm. we can allow ourselves with this. Okay, well, we'll news. I don't disappoint. We get an hour. We always get an hour. At least. And to be honest, even when we say it's short, we always go long. Mm. So, Abu Dhabi try, John, on the weekend. Apparently, bloody hard conditions. I've read, read the piece. A bit of a boil over. Oh, I mean, uh, it was a bit of a boil over. And a big boil over, I should say, because um, Frederick Van Leerd took out the race. Now that, that is a shock, isn't it, with that field? Yeah, I mean, he's a very good athlete. No, yeah, nothing against him, but that um, was an amazing performance for him to pull off that oh, race. Totally. And... Uh, yeah, it's just just awesome. They, had a, they, had, they made a created a really great video that John it was on K two three six, but it's also on the slow twitch article that's um, about the race, and um, on it they have him talking at the end, and, and he says it's obviously one of his best performances as a pro. But you know he didn't actually come into this race expecting to be able to win it, and so imagine imagine going to a race like this, you know, being a good pro but not quite yeah. having that big race yet, yeah, kind of thinking, well, you know, if we get a good day, maybe get a podium, mm-hmm. and then to win the race. Take home fifty grand. Yeah, US. nice. Well it done. Is. That's pretty awesome. It's um, yeah. The, the video clip is is good. Hopefully they'll come out with a, a full on you know yeah. actual commentary type commentary thing. type thing. It's just sort of down to music. Um, but really, I think the story of the day is a lot of um, DNFs. Tough, tough post. conditions. I think it's tough conditions, and it's also it's early in the season. You basically go over there and you think. Right, I'm going to give this a crack. See how I'm doing, and if I'm doing crap, then I'm, what, I'll just yeah. flip, just flag it. Yep. But you got to, you know, you got to put your put yourself on the line to take home the, probably it's the second biggest triathlon, a second biggest Payday. prize purse yep. in the world. And um, yeah, so Frederick Van Leerd, I mean, I don't know a great deal about him. I know he got second at Ironman New Zealand a few years ago to Cameron Brown. He was, uh, I think, he pushed the pace a bit off the bike. And I know I've seen his name pop up here and there. And he's he's had some really good results. 
but he's what you would probably term as one of the, the better better second tier guys. You know, he's Belgian, not, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. not in the same league normally as like a Macker and a Crowey yeah. and and, the, and a Marino Van Honecker and Dirk Bockel and, and those sort of guys. So outstanding performance, but very very close racing. So. On the um, out of the swim, it sounded like there was a couple of guys away, and then on there was a large pack behind them, um, and then another big gap back to to, go, to other guys. I think Macca didn't make the first pack, and so I'm not I'm not. Well, very dec- complete problems, John. No, but this is in the swim. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I didn't look into the splits in detail, but uh, if that was the case, then he's going to have an awful lot of difficulty at short course because if he can't keep up with uh, Ironman guys in, in, in a race then there's sure as hell ain't going to be able to keep up with the short course boys you think Maker just turned up? oh quite possibly but you still it's the swim you still yeah, you still just do the swim but yep. yeah he had to pull out I was really interested to see that um, Cam Brown and Joe Lawn were racing um, yeah. when they'd raced Ironman New Zealand the weekend before yeah, Cam Brown was doing quite well on the bike what happened there? Uh, he must have just pulled out because on the report on Slow Twitch yeah. they're saying that he was actually he was in the second pack and he was looking really strong on the bike Yeah, um, and then just disappeared so, a lot of DNFs. So, Macca pulled out with um, some issues what about there. Alexander? What uh, he was about six or something. Okay. He just probably was, was a bit off. Um, Bjorn Anderson was leading the bike after the first slap, and then it got really hot, and he called it a day. Um, heaps of other people seem, seem to be pulling out all over the show. Yeah, well, Bjorn Anderson was only just starting to get dizzy from overheating, so he just had to Which, stop. He's such a big unit, and it sounded like he was absolutely smacking yeah. it on the he bike. He went a five-minute lead or something, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, as expected, I think it sounds like it more or less came down to a, a running race. Um, and the top, th- scroll down to those results, Bevan, down the bottom there. Okay, yep. The top th- uh, four, there was uh, 37s, th- wow. 30 seconds covering the top four. So it was very close racing. So Frederick Van Lude took it out in 6.34.14. Marina Van Honecker was 20 seconds back. Dirk Bockel was another 10 seconds back. And Reynard Tissink was another 5 seconds back. So... Um, good to see Luke Bell. Craig Alexander was only sixth, and said on the report that he looked a bit injured when he came across the line. Good to see Luke Bell back in it at seventh. Faris Al Sultan, Timo Brank ninth, and Andrew Starwitzki in tenth. Well, and I think if you look at the overall results, you know, from first through to tenth, you've only got seven minutes, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. You know, like that's you know you don't see that much in Ironman, do you? You no. kind of get a couple guys maybe, and then there's big gaps between them all but it's not often in a long course race like this mm. you know maybe in the, in the halves a little bit but even in the halves you don't really see a 10 minute gap between the first 10 do you yeah. that often so the conditions though sounded very difficult a lot hotter than normal um, what was that paying 10 deep yes paying 10 deep okay. um, I think it's a thousand US still for 10th but I'd imagine a lot of the guys like Cam Brown and stuff they would have been paid to get over there and so they yep. thought just hell just, see what give, just give it a crack and see what goes on okay top woman well Julie Dimmons just dominated Dojo which we predicted last week it was hers from start to finish really wasn't it yeah yeah. same as last year races made for people like that who are their runners their weakness and their bikers their strength yep. good strong swimmer great biker build up a lead too big too too big too strong too big too strong well Leander Cave was with her early on and Leander Cave must have come off bike about second I think and then she must have faded in the run because then uh, Caroline Stephen came in at second and Kate Morrison came in third. Just. And Rachel Joyce was not far behind in fourth Joyce. place. So, great. And Joanna Lawn, impressive to go, I mean, just to back up and do it. Granted, she was, you know, was at uh, about 30 minutes behind. Um, uh, Julie Dimmons winner, but still eighth place. Probably I can't remember what it was, maybe about two and a half thousand US. Probably didn't have to pay anything to get over there. Tell you what. It looks like an awesome course. It's great. Oh, I mean, imagine going through the, the 
Formula One course. Mm. Oh, do they do a whole lap of that? How does that work? Yeah, no, you bi- basically bike out to it, and I, I'm not sure how many laps you do, whether it's just one or not, and and then you come back, and I think that's 100k, and then I think you go back out there and do another. Oh, lap. So two laps of it. So I had, a, I mean, Mark was racing, who was a guy who had the issues getting the. Uh, oh, you energy. got him in, did you? Yeah, he got in. Who got him in? Oh, he got himself in. Oh, um, yeah. But he was saying very, very windy conditions um, and a lot of people getting blown all over the road, so it sounded a bit conerish. I think the other issue over there was um, you, know, you get a lot of sand and stuff. Yeah, that's what um, they're saying in the video, eh? But having said that, he said it was great. He said he's signing up for next year. Um, the only issue he sort of had with it was uh, there was a real lack of port on the on the toilet, uh, on the run, but that's probably because they're all in Christchurch. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But uh, he said it was it was a really cool race and great to see so many pros, um, yeah, there and, and good spectacle for him. David Nan actually sent through an email as well. He said it is cool to go to a race where you just got all the top dudes there, mm. and you know, and that's not something we get a lot of. You know, most races you go to, there'll be one or two guys, you know, and they, they get the attention which they need. But you know, when you go to a race and you just oh, there's Mecca, there's Crowy, there's mm. you know, there's all these top guys. You know, you think of some of the guys who didn't make the top ten. Mm. You know, those are the best names in our sport. That's, eh? that's a very Manos didn't make it. You know, like it was like. That's a very good top ten, though, you know. you got Ferris, you got Timo, you got Luke Bell, you got Craig Alexander, all those guys, Dirk Bockel, Marino, you know, all top teners in Kona. Not all, but a lot of them are. So. But, yeah, but then you've also got Crowey. I mean, you've got Mecca, Brown. Um, and Nico Lanos. Henning. Henning pulled, Henning pulled out with cramps on the bike. So we, we've, we've, we've thrown him again. I think we've got to stop, uh, pick, we've got to okay. stop picking them. Because next race you do, Henning, we're not going to pick you until no. you can win. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, so there's the Happy W. Troy, do we have any other news on that? Or is that about it? No? No, that's about it. So coming up this weekend, we've got the Super Trier. In Uruguay. Second year, second year running. Uh, so I am distance race. race. I had a quick look. They've got a little YouTube clip on there on their website as yeah, well. I it, it's a little bit different language. Yes, uh, if you scroll right down the bottom, no, it's down to too dark too. Gone. But anyway, Gone. it's uh, second year. They've got a li- limit of field of uh, 400. If you're looking for a race, uh, it looked pretty cool. I think it looked a bit, but pretty basic, old school. Old school, stuff. turn up, turn up. Get your mum to make you some sandwiches. Be sweet as bro. Uruguay would be a cool place. I'd like to see that. Uruguay, mm. never been there. Who? No. It's probably easy. You'd like to go there. Yeah, it looked nice. <laughs> Nice. South America would be cool. Singapore 70.3. It's a big one for the Asian countries. Didn't check out who's racing in that. I meant to. Um, but I do know that Pete Jacobs is racing and he's uh, trying to raise some money for Christchurch in Queensland. Well, wait, let's, let's, let's. Okay, you want to do we'll this? Do we'll, we'll do that in a moment. Okay. And John's ITU update. John's ITU update. Tell me about it. So last weekend was the Oceania Triathlon Champs um, Olympic distance. And on the guy side of things, Chris. Gimmel dominate the dojo. There's a breakaway of six on the bike, and then a pack of about 20 or 20, 25, and then another pack of about 20, 25. A lot of Aussies came over. Oh, really? And, oh, a huge number. And um, and then Gimmel dominated the dojo on the run. And was it much more prize money? No, no, no. But it's good. It's is the it reason, points? The read that it's the reason why they come. It's Oceania champs. Plenty of ITU points, which is just critical this year for um, the guys that to want Olympics. to try to get to the Olympics and want to try to get starts in World Championship Series races. You've got to have points to be able to get in, so really important race for for, point, for accruing points. And on the girls' side of things, Vicky Holland um, from the UK took that out. She's won. She's come to New Zealand now three times, and she's three from three. Wow, the three Pete. You don't mess that, John. She is. Do you know the story on three Pete? Pat Riley, who was the, I think it was the LA, yeah, of the LA Lakers in the 80s. Well, he's been lots of coaches, lots yeah, of teams. Yeah. And they'd won two back-to-back, and he made up the word pre-three-peat, 
and then patent it or whatever you do trademark yeah, yeah, it yeah. so he makes whenever it's used or marketed on heads or something he makes a lot of money from it do we have to send him send him a little check for just using the word well, we're probably not that big enough yet no, okay <laughs> a couple of years mate we'll be in trouble <laughs> so um so vicky holland took that out and from Frentova from the czech republic um unfortunately andrea hewitt um had a puncture on the bike but to her credit she um she, she, she stopped tried to fix uh it sounded like she had a tack in her wheel stopped pulled over um decided that she couldn't couldn't see anything carried on pulled over again um changed wheel lost a huge amount of time it's game over game over trucked on carried on and um and ran herself back up to i think fifth place wow. on the run so it was uh it was good well, good to see people carrying on. And then next weekend, who did uh, you see from the crew? Apparently, the mountain oh, snail. Yeah, yeah, the mountain snail. Oh, somebody, to, somebody emailed and yeah, said, "Yeah, I need to do that." Yeah, the mountain well. snail. John, the mountain snail. His son was racing. Uh, oh, was he? In the um, young fella, young fella's race. Nice. So, John was. How'd he go? I didn't actually see. It. I saw him before the race. I heard he was amazing. Honestly. So they had a one. They have what a one 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 three one. I think it is or a one two one, which is like a hundred meter swim, two or three k bike. 1k run and then they have like a 393 and then they have the Olympic and so we got an email through from let me pull this up wait a second I've got to put him to do my piece on this the uh, reason we joined the mountain okay snail so good old good old Richard Richard Fletcher he said he's been listening to the show for a year loves the show mm-hmm. very good we love that you love the show Richard and he's looking at doing a half one next year and now he's got a new coach by the name of John the mountain snail that's right what's his last name Hancock. Hancock, yeah, Hancock. And John's a mountain snail, and he's an unpaid coach, so he's just doing it for the love of the sport. But hey, John knows his stuff. But he'd say he feels a bit bad because, we, you know, if you're going to use a coach called the mountain snail, it might, it's a bit of an insult, and he thinks we're insulting him by saying that. And I replied, and I said, well, back it up, Richard. Have you ever ridden downhill with John Hancock? <laughs> well, you could walk downhill and still, <laughs> still be in the bottom. That's how bad it was. <laughs> so it's not because because he, he did a PB, he did a twenty minute PB in Taupo, which is wicked. Yeah. So I love your work, Mountain Snail. But it doesn't mean you get the name taken no. off you. And the reason he got the na- nickname was when we had Camp Care Car in France. Um, we went over the, uh, what, we went up the Tourmalet and we went over another yeah. cold before that. It was cold Aspen, I think. Well, no, not cold Aspen. I think it was maybe. And um, we had two groups, and he was in the first group, and he was going down the hill and, and Bevan and I were at the back and we were coming through and we went down and I thought we were flying past this guy yeah. and I thought he can't be part of the group so I didn't really say anything to him and later on I realised it was John and um, I've never seen anybody go down the hill so so we're, you know, relative to their normal sort of speed yeah. you know, people yep. go down the hill so that his, his relative so, so John, John Hancock unless, he, unless his descending has improved drastically he's stuck with that name yeah no and there's nothing on his athletic ability it's just his downhill ability yes. um, so also, I also saw up there T-Rex a try oh said, nice said, said he's bidding on the um, the Wanaka entry he wants nice to, wants to nice and, and I actually said T-Rex was giving us a plug on try talk so thanks for nice. that treat T-Rex and can't remember if I saw anybody else Okay, they, then, they probably all saw you, but I'm sure they did. Everyone's like, oh my god, that's it, John Newsome. And weekend after next, ITU update, Malulaba, World, World Cup going over for that. Uh, and it's also. Taking a, the boy? Uh, no, nah, no, not taking the boy. Before we actually go on to this whole next section, uh, just want to say, because we're kind of talking about the Christchurch fundraiser here, yes. Japan. Man, we're like, we've got a band in Christchurch, but they've got it. That's just horrific. Mm. Did you watch it? Yes. Man, it's like so. Anyone who knows anyone in Japan, or anyone who obviously we've got listeners in Japan, um, we're just feeling for you guys right now, man. Because Christchurch, you know, like it's it's horrible what's happening here, but you're just it's carnage there, eh? Just 
Devastating. And it's crazy how we live in a time where you are literally watching it as it's happening. Mm. Like when we're watching the waves come in. Oh, yeah. And it's just, they on um, the New York, I think it was New York Times website yesterday, they had this really cool quote of coverage where they showed you a photo mm. and what you could do is slide the photo back and across right. and it had a before and after. Yeah. So you could go, okay, there was before, slide it across. And yeah. Oh, just absolute destruction. So as much as we, we're trying to fundraise for Christchurch here and the next few things we are talking about are fundraising for Christchurch, you know, if you, if you can spare a few dollars, you know, think about Japan as well because... Um, they're going to be in a lot of need coming yeah. up. So we've got a couple of things that other people are doing which are really great before we talk about our auction because we did have some issues this week. Pete Jacobs, he's going to be doing the, uh, what's it, Singapore, 70.3 this yes. weekend. And he's doing a bit of a fundraiser. He is. I think he is uh, He's auctioning off, I think it is his um, race uniform. Basically everything he races in over there, I think he's auctioning off. And it's basically to go to Christchurch and also to Queensland who had some uh, terrible floods over there recently as well. So good on Pete. And then Chris McDonald. Haven't heard about that one yet. Oh, he's, he's, doing great. He's, doing, he's doing similar stuff to what we're doing. So he's um, obviously called up all his triathlon mates and he started a website and um, he's not actually doing this for eBay, which in retrospect maybe we should have done this way. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and so he's got a website called chichaappealauction.blogspot.com and I'll put that on www.imtalk.me and he's got, similar, he's got some really good... He's got a bike from... Uh, who's it from? Uh... Kestrel, is it? Kestrel, yeah. He's got a, a, a holiday in Hawaii. He's got um, Luke McKenzie's gear, Cliff English coaching pack. He's got some Chrissy stuff, a Rev3 entry, an ISM saddle, um, some coffees of Hawaii, some more tri gear. He's just and some Commerce Bank signed top. So he's doing an auction as well. Now, for his one, you have to email in your bid, and he's obviously just doing a lot of work each time and updating the bids. I don't know how long it goes for, but um, he's obviously just doing his. But he's he really started triathlon here, didn't he? Yes, yeah. Totally. You know, he moved so, to Christchurch, uh, and he was a bit of a ruffian. Ruffian, and he used to play hockey um, with one of my mates, and then he got into triathlon and worked his way up, and is obviously now one of the best iron distance athletes about. So get on there and um, help support. So, so I'll put a link to that on our website this week www.iamtalk.me, and uh, you can check that out. So if you want to have a look at what he's auctioning off as well, but got a call, got a few emails. Saturday morning, John. People were mm. a little bit stressed. What's mm. happened to the auction? And I didn't want to bug you. I don't want to ring you because I thought he's gone to this race with his son. Yeah. I don't want to ring him at eight in the morning before the race. Say, what's yeah. happened to the auction and put the craps up here? So I left you alone. It's it's like uh, eBay is like uh, it's like an Iron Man. You know, you've got to do your <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to do your preparation work, which is um, which took me bloody ages to get yeah, everything you did together. Your months of work, get everything listed. It took me ages and ages to do that. Yep. Um, you start off and yeah, you, know, you think you start, you're doing great. You start the swim. <laughs> you're, you're on fire. Oh, you I'm having the best day of my life. Best day. Auctions. Get on the bike. Start passing people. Auctions are going well numbers are going up and then like in an Ironman sometimes adversity strikes adversity strikes and it did in this situation we broke it? it we broke a cleat or we broke a cable or something <laughs> yeah. and the crap hit the fan <laughs> so basically the deal so what was, did happen the deal was and I understand I'm wrong and I don't mind saying that good you're the better person John but um, that basically eBay pulled down all our auctions um, when we're about I don't know, we, we had probably nearly 10, we had about $10,000 We would have, by the time they pulled off, we would have had 10000 New Zealand. Of bids. Yep. And so basically what, the reason they pulled it down is because I didn't have any documentation on the charity we were using up there, um, which is fair enough because otherwise you could just put hoax auctions yep. up all So do you not place. pay fees if it's a charity, do you? No, you do. You still pay fees, but you just need to have proof that you're, uh, you're raising money for an auction, for, for so a charity. So what's the point in saying it's a charity? 
anyway. Um, I guess otherwise you could just make all sort of stuff up and just um, hoax it sort of thing and just yeah. keep the money yourself. So anyway, instead of saying, hey, you've got a problem here, can you fix it? Hey, just close you off. Close you off. Buggy you, John Newsom. Screw that. So anyway, I mean, I mean, it was not a problem going and getting the letter from our, from our charity and got that and put it all back up there now. But the problem was then all the bids were removed and all watches were removed. So we just had to relist and have to start from scratch. So eBay got some, some wrath from me. Um, did you give him a bit of anger, did you? I got a little angry. I see, I see I've seen a bit of job phone. anger too. So look, I'm not getting angry with you. I'm getting angry with the service, and I, and I was just trying to stay calm. But anyway, as in an Iron Man, we've come through the adversity. We're back on track, and we're back up to about six thousand US, um, which is close to ten thousand New Zealand. So we're pretty much almost back to where we started from last. But week. in saying that, some things are up really high. So the like the Hood to Coast that was up to like eighteen hundred dollars. Now currently mm. it's only eight thirty. So definitely we probably won't go through everything again like we have no. because we've kind of already done a pre-show with that and that little extra show we did. But. Um, you know, go on there, you know, and again, just tell your friends, we've made it longer, haven't you? Yeah, so I made it a 10-day auction, so we have, it'll basically be closing pretty Another much eight days from now. as we're recording, you know, next week when we're recording the show, it'll just about be closed, so we'll give you an update then. A couple of key updates are um, the Vineman 70.3. Yep. Don't talk about that yet. Because um, you want to, it's a big one, eh? It's a biggie, John. Uh, Vineman 70.3 can be for this year or next year. Great, great. Um, as Love the people with As with all the challenge entries, that's a key thing. Um, also, uh, those are the main things, really. <laughs> okay. There's a couple of other things I want to go through in a moment, but I think in terms of updating all the auctions. So if you did bid and you got an email saying it's been closed, we have put that back on. Everything's really So, um, you know, go back onto the site and look at what that product is. Like, you know, the Hewitt um, Warrener Crawford package, that was over yeah, was like three or four hundred bucks, yeah, and yeah. there's no bids now, so you could get that kind of for a bit of a bargain. So, and a lot of the challenge races were already bid on, and some of them still aren't. So, oh, Joycey with her kit, that was up, um, and a number of bids on it before yeah. it closed as well. So, so, so real hassle, but. We're like an Iron Man, we'll make it to the finish line. Yes, but John. Oh, no, right. But there's more. But wait, there's more. Bevan, we need we need two pens. We need. Well, we need there's one pen. We need a pen. Here's another one. Look at right. that. I just out of nowhere. Pins. Pulled it out of your butt like you do. Yeah, I'm good at that. Right. You, you and I both like a bit of cranium. Oh, a cranium of the game. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, what well, you know? There's one part of cranium you do where. You but you know the answer. You're going to ask the question. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, this is great. a game. Um, okay, you know great. how you, sometimes you've got the question. You say a word, and you, you, you and your teammate have to write down. Okay, so words. like uh, the words beach, yes. and we've each got to write down five things that are beach, and the other person has to guess what the word is. Yes. So okay. we're going to play a game here. I'm going to say two words to you, and you write down three things, and I'll do the same. And okay. We'll see if we get. You it. do know the answers. Yeah, but I'm going to write down three things here, and then oh. it might not be the same as okay, yours. Okay, go. So the, so the word is, or well, it's two words, Norse man. Okay. Okay, I've got two. Can I do like two words as one? Yes. Yes. And we're basically the idea of this game is we've got to see if we can match, get one word the same as each other. So you've got three three little lines to write down. And okay, John, right. I've done it. What have you got? First of all, hardcore. Oh, I haven't got that. What I've, do you got? I've got extreme. Oh, extreme. No, I don't have extreme, which is kind of the same but different, isn't it? Yes. Oh no. What about amazing race? No, I've got <sighs> Norway. Because oh, held in Norway. I would have known that. Okay. okay. Sold out. Sold out. Oh, I pick it up. I, I, I was actually gonna. Um, I was actually gonna try to preempt this and say, sort of point to be able to say, put that down. But you did it. Oh, we're just geniuses. We 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 speak on another level, John. So it is sold out. Oh, now, now let's be honest. Now Barnsley did a few years ago, didn't he? Yep, Bainsey. Bainsey, sorry, Bainsey, sorry, Bainsey. Um, 
Baines did it a few years ago, and he just said it was the most amazing race. And to be honest, this would be the race that if I were to do a comeback, mm. I would do. Right. You know what I mean? It's like just going along and doing the other I mean, I've done it a lot in my life. I know that. I've had that experience. To turn up to do one of the most epic races in the world would be just an amazing experience. It's kind of like the Hood to Lake, you know? Yeah. It's those races that are a little bit more epic. So you only, only 240 people get to enter this race each year, and it sells How'd you out. How well, they they just emailed me. I've gosh, I'm sorry. I apologise to the guy who, who's been emailing me, but um, you see, I've been listening to the show since you started. I'm part of the organising committee, and would like to give a spot for this year's race. So, if you so want when to, when is the race? Show, it is August the oh, so yeah, August for it. six or something. So like that's not like two weeks away. But I've listed that up on eBay now, so you can go check that out. Um, and it sells out. It's one of those races. It oh, yeah. Open sell. Yep. Have you entered uh, the race yet? What race? Oh, sorry, we'll talk about that later. Sorry, <laughs> I train of thought. Focus, be on focus. Um, so get on there, Norseman. Uh, I, I don't actually know what it normally, what the entry fee is. I've just put it up there, 150 bucks. So oh, that's a bargain, John. Get on there and bid. It's basically, we've talked about the race before. You swim in an amazing fjord in, in Norway. You bike over lots of um, mountain, mountain passes. Basically. And then you run up a mountain and you need to have basically a support mountain. Yes. Yeah. Looks awesome. So we've got Chrissy Wellington, we've got Craig Alexander, we've got Yvonne Van Vlerken, three things from her, Bevan Doherty, uh, Sam Warner, Andrea Hewitt, Gina Crawford, Rachel Joyce. Entry to every challenge race in the world, the Lake to uh, Hood to Close Relay, which we talked about last week. Vineman, 70.3, love the people at Vineman. Monster Racing, Norsemen, we've got the I Am Talk packages from Ultimo Clothing, Blue 70, DCMSport.com, Coffees of Hawaii, documentary going long, going hard, um, some StormyDog.com, some Salt Stick. It's X- StormyShop.com, oh, I got that wrong. StormyShop. Okay, sorry. Uh, Salt Stick, XLab, um, thing for your bike, yeah, O2 Creation Clothing, and Extreme Endurance. Guys, get on it. We want to get 15 grand. We do. Um, and I'm going to actually get a couple of other small little auctions going up there this week. Um, yeah, just, yeah, just keep on delivering, keep on mate. Oh, we're going to scroll. So we're going to have something in there from Oomph. Um, I was talking to Extreme Endurance this morning, and we'll have some clothing from Extreme Endurance. And then we've got one other item that I've just got to confirm this. It's bit risque. Oh, go on. Just tell us what it is. Did you look at that email I sent the other day about the calendars? Oh, did you get some of the calendars? <laughs> <laughs> I will do. I haven't got them yet, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, let's talk about it, John. So John sent me through it now. Admittedly, so I'm, 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 I apologise. Yeah. Because some listeners, I think maybe even Vegan sent this through to me about six months ago or when it first came out. Yeah. And I obviously didn't send it through to you. Yeah. Now there's a German calendar, which uh, it's, it's very classy. Uh, they're all uh, triathletes. Oh, and triathletes we know, John. Yes. Very well now. Yeah. <laughs> because they're basically nude shots, aren't they? Yeah. Of of female triathletes, they're all German. Done very, uh, uh, done very class, like yeah. very, you know, not porn shots, like as in no. beautiful shots done black, really, black really and professionally white. and that. And I got calendars that was it just a fundraiser or was it just a business? I've got to ch- I'll check that out. But I'll basically we'll, we'll give it a bit of lowdown. I'm, I'm going to try to get them listed in the next two days. So it'll basically it'll be a little package. It'll be a, an umph, um, something from umph, something from Extreme Endurance. Um, a calendar, and I'll see if I can throw something else in there. But the calendars are basically there's twelve iron dis- twelve um, triathletes. I think most of them from Germany. Yep. Like Celia Kirch was in there, who's does yep. quite often does the challenge races. Who you stayed with? Um, yep. Uh, it's there's, there's and there, there, there's, there's some well known athletes in there. I think um, Heidi Grease Greasebauer, whatever she she is with one of the extreme endurance girls as well. Um, so twelve interesting photos. Yeah, it's hard to talk about without sounding sexist, isn't it? No, it's because we're from New Zealand. For you Europeans and stuff, yeah, it's that's like, just oh, how you roll. What's, what's wrong Us Kiwis, we're immature. We're like, oh my god, there's some boobies. Oh man, but we'll, uh, I'll get a couple more packages. Did you show Belinda? 
Yes, I did. Was she shocked and dismayed, or did she like them? She said, get a couple of those for our place. Oh. <laughs> Put them up in the lounge. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. yeah, because Christine White, um, who I stayed with and wrote, she, she sent me through a link saying, oh, we can get you a couple of these, and she's she's Miss December, I think it is. Oh, Miss December. Anyway. Oh, honestly, team, best calendars ever. One other piece of news we had in there was... Um, uh, scroll up, scroll up. That should have been in the news section, but I moved it somewhere. Uh, Pete, Pete Colson, he said, uh, Foster, the home of Ironman Racing in Australia for 25 years, oh, where Ironman home. Australia used to be until they moved the race to Port Macquarie. Anyway, a well-known race director is moving a long course race back there with the help of Great Lakes International Triathlon Association. Um, they plan to do a race up there and the rumour is the following year they're going to do an iron distance race so if you're in Australia and want to do an iron distance race look out for that okay go on last week's discussion of the week now let me just pull it up because I can't actually remember what it was last well, week's discussion of the week was discussion of the week sort of whether with oh John got all deep and, and, and then I went and spelt everything wrong so no one understood so I had to repost it uh, because I'm terrible at that kind of stuff I tell you what I'm really bad at grammar what was um what it was sort of the reason it came about was because I was reading some stuff about Ironman New Zealand and uh, some of the guys from Christchurch being up there and, and one of them had commented saying you know it's just great being part of the Ironman family and I'm like well is that more sort of being part of the triathlon and community? let's be honest in that environment you know they run fundraise money and so you know it's kind of all that kind of good stuff that kind of huggy feel good stuff happening so and, and I'm not disputing that there is a whether you call it family is the right word, um, and I think it's awesome. There's just a togetherness there, but whether Iron Man sort of owns that togetherness and they create that, or whether it's just part of the sport and part of the event. So it is a little way down on our, on our post there. Might have to go older post, John. We've done a lot of posting this week. No, oh before, no, no, before, no, 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 no. Here we go. In the process against some eBay auctions done. Geez, lots of you guys are going on Facebook. Uh, discussion of the week. Okay, here we go. So we've got we've got yeah. eleven answers. Yes, not our best yet, but it's okay. Barry Siff, uh, we have to get him on the show because he used to do used to comment on the one of those other, other podcasts that's finished now. But he's um, lives in Boulder. Oh, okay. One need to look no further than team in triathlon or other beginning beginner groups, clubs too at sports and Olympic distance races to see the incredible bonding, support, and camaraderie that exists between fellow <laughs> triathletes. Whilst family may be a bit of a strong word, it's certainly not limited just to Ironman participants, though many Ironman folks may feel it is. Guys, love the show. Only wants to have a chat. We'll get you on, mate, because apparently you know your stuff. Uh, Dawn Tiller, um, I found a second family through triathlon. I'm a back of a packer who currently cannot train due to injuries from a car accident. Oh, I hope you're okay. But my triathlon family is still inclusive and caring. Christine McKinley from Christchurch. Um, of, co- well, of course, okay. triathlon is one big family. You guys are like my brothers. Oh, nice to know that, Christine. Oh, you're like our sister. Tom Hibbert, uh, not sure about family. My triathlon club uh, feels more like a tribe, though. Uh, we can all get lost in this modern world, having a group of people around us striving towards a common goal wearing our global tribal colours gives us a sense of a place and purpose that we might otherwise not have. Thank you, TNF Tri Club. Go, TNF! John Fitzgerald, pretty good comment here. With, yeah, the, that's a good with comment. the divorce rate in Iron Man, it's about as close as we get to a family. Uh, Del, Del Pitcher. Epic camper Del Pitcher from a couple of years ago. Okay, saying, hmm, deep one boy. Deep one Johnny boy. Mm-hmm. John is pretty deep. I am. He doesn't look it on the outside, but on the inside, he's deep as. Um, when considering the sport as a family, I can't help but think of an immense amount of sibling rivalry between us all. Nice comments about tribes, support, and camaraderie, etc. 
and I agree to a point. However, let's not forget that as siblings, there is a natural desire to establish picking orders. Oh, he's getting real deep here now. <laughs> Freudian. Uh, let's face it, uh, if your younger and weaker brother sister finally kicks your ass at a race, um, okay. aka the Brownleys, how many of us would be big enough to take it oh so gracefully without some kind of martyr strop? At least on the inside, fast or slow, young or old, we all want to beat that sibling closest to you. Or is it just my family? Mm-hmm. Do you have a brother? I've got two brothers and a sister. Were you really competitive? No, they're a lot older than me. So, uh, how much older? Mm, my bro- uh, oldest, second brother <laughs> is up. about five, six years, and the other one's probably seven. So did they pick on you, or were they the good brothers? No, I was, I was, pre- I was pretty tough. Oh yeah, <laughs> you own your just... stupid question. <laughs> uh, Andrew Kerr. Andrew Kerr, challenge equals family, Ironman Ooh. equals corporation, triathlon equals sport. Okay, so what's your thoughts, Sean? Well, I, I think um, that it is more, I think it's more of a, almost like a religion triathlon than it is a family, you know, uh, you, you have that sort of togetherness and uh, I guess you're following certain commandments and stuff. Um, oh, and back up, <laughs> go up to the hill and get 10 know. of them. And I don't, w, the thing is, WTC and Challenge, they really go to town on it at the prize giving. Oh, we're all part of a family. But I just think it kind of happens. And when you're standing at the start line, certain races make the atmosphere um, better. But I still just think that it's more the sport and the distance um, than necessarily being part of a family. So. So I, just, I just get a bit frustrated when they, they not, it's not, I'm not criticising WTC I'm criticising all ones when they really go to town oh we're part of a family and we're all together in this and WTC is still a, a corporation and, and they are yep. driven by money so a challenge um, so a challenge yep. um, but it's just I think it would happen regardless if they go on and on about it prize giving it, it's, it's, well I think the thing is is that there is an understanding between us all. Mm. You know what I mean? And an understanding that we are a group of people who face adversity. Mm-hmm. And that on this day, and, and you know, I, the, I do admit, I don't know if family's the right word, but when you go to a race, and as much as, uh, who was talking about the competitiveness, um, Del. Del. So as much as he was talking about the competitiveness, at the end of the day, it's compared to other sports and an Ironman the competitiveness is, is minor mm-hmm. you know like if you look at most sports being competitive is a really important part of the experience whereas if you look at an Ironman most people really probably at least 80% of the field aren't being that competitive but they're racing to finish as quickly as they can yeah but it's not like you know like when you're, you're doing a sprint course mm. everyone's trying to beat each other mm. the whole time whereas in an Ironman majority of the field are actually just trying to do the best they can do yep. and if they get to a position in the last part of the race where they can be competitive that's really great mm. but you know like you and you and I were more competitive in the way race so I, I, I suppose Ironman or, or long course triathlon does have that for me that understanding of adversity and that we are a unique bunch of people that face a lot of things that normal people wouldn't face. I would imagine it's very, very similar at the start of a, an ultra marathon or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, I, I think, think it's endurance sport, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you just you'd, you'd be lining up and thinking, going right, we're all in this together. It's going to be bloody hard. We're going to get through it. And so I, I don't know, families, but maybe family is a good word because family, you know, sometimes equals understanding. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if you look at uh, you know, that's the thing we do here. We have an understanding. Don't fight much, though, in the in Ironmans, do we? There's not not a lot of. No, but, not... but it's, I think it's the, the the thing is, I was I just get a bit cheesed off at prize games and stuff when it that just goes a bit over the top. And I think it's awesome. And I think let's just not go over the top. Okay. Well, I think that there's something about triathlon that makes us all feel pretty connected, and that's pretty cool. That is. It's good. Um, and I'd hug anyone. 
So maybe they are my family. Because I'm a huggy kind of guy. Okay. You're a huggy guy? No, I'm not a huggy guy. No? Do you hug men? Do you hug your dad? No, I don't hug my dad. Oh, you don't hug your dad? No. I hug my dad, but he's not a huggy person. Right. And he's, he's, he tries. Yeah. A little awkward. <laughs> um, okay, then. Uh, this week's question, John. Right. It's, it's a completely different angle this week. <laughs> okay, wait, I've got to find it. Completely different. Okay, here it is. It comes through from somebody. It comes through from Ben. Ben Shaw. Oh, see, Shaw. Yes. Two possible questions. We're going to do this one. You find out on a day or two before your A race. Oh, yeah, this is this is a real hypothetical question. Okay. You find out a day or two before your A race. I'm in whatever or wherever. Yep. You can just do it wherever you are. That WTC messed up in the race packet. And there's a loophole in the rules for this race that would actually allow people to use fins in the swim. Flippers, some people call them. Flippers or fins. WCC decides, for whatever reasons, that they're just going to roll with it this time, and though they will not be encouraging it, they won't stop people from using fins if they choose to. Would you use the fins? It's <laughs> a very interesting question. <laughs> Mate, you need to get out more, Ben. <laughs> you, you do. You, you need to, yeah. Um, so let's not let's not make it a WTC thing. Let's just make it a race okay. organizer thing. Okay. So you turn up to a race, you can yeah. use fins, and the organizer says you can use them. We don't want you to. Okay, John. We're not going to penalise you. Can we talk about this one now? Uh, no, let's wait. Let's no, because I want to talk about it now because then we can get them talking. Yeah. What do you think? I don't think I would. But it's what happens hard. if you? What happens if I turned up and I mm. was? I, I still don't think I would do it. I don't think I would. What if it was your A race for the year? Yeah. No, it's still. It's one of those things, you know, because like when we when we go and do challenge rope, I wasn't really lining up on there going, I want to get a top twenty, I want to get a top ten. I was going, right, my right. goal here is to do get this time. this time here. And if I wore fins, then I'd come away from it going, well, that's a bit of a hoax, really. So I think the situation is where you've got someone who's close to cut off. Mm-hmm. So for them, they go, well, I'm going to use the fins. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it would be a hoax. You'd, you'd yeah, feel you'd, like you cheated yourself. You would feel like you cheated yourself. But anyway, let's see what you guys think. Okay, you guys, there you go. So thank you, Ben, for that. Lovely question. Okay. Uh, Work out. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we're from here. It's 40 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Where's he going to get now? Okay. Um, we're going to Sandy? Yes. Okay, so we'll put some music on, and we're going to do a quick interview with Sandy from Extreme Endurance. Okay, so on today's show, very happy to have uh, Sandy from Extreme Endurance back on. Um, if you want to get yourself some Extreme Endurance, we'll talk about it, obviously how you can do that. You can also bid on our auctions on uh, on eBay, and you can get yourself uh, get yourself some there. But a lot of people have questions about Extreme Endurance. You know, as, um, I've obviously explained my uses of it, and we've heard from a number of athletes like Yvonne Van Vlerken and um, and others, and uh, so Sandy's back here to, to help explain a few things, so welcome back to the show, Sandy. Well, glad to be back, John. Thanks for having That's me. That's good. Hey, um, obviously, um, you know, I've talked about my experiences with the product, but can you sort of just explain what Extreme Endurance does and, and, and why it works and sort of what's going on on the insides um, of, of your body, obviously? You bet. We were down in Tucson, Arizona at the Tri-Sport event uh, this past weekend, and we got questions asked all the time. You have to look at uh, at lactic acid in, in two ways. Lactate is very good, and it's the hydrogen ions, the acid side, that creates fatigue and, and, and makes you tight, and you have muscle burn. And so the idea was was to buffer those hydrogen ions and do it safely. And we were able to accomplish that. Uh, the product is engineered uh, to be released in a in a pH of like 5.5, which is the pH of the small intestine. So it's going to pass through the stomach, go in the small intestine, and be released there 
so that we get great absorption in that area and, uh, and it allows those acid buffers to get in to, and to buffer those hydrogen ions, the acid side of lactic acid. And, and that's, that's a huge, huge benefit. The other thing we have in there is papaine, which comes from papaya. Indigenous people from Hawaii, Tahiti, Samoa have, have all used uh, papain fruit, uh, papaya fruit for years and years, generations after generations, I'm sure hundreds if not thousands of years, as a natural anti-inflammatory. It's a protease enzyme. It's a protein enzyme also, <clears throat> and it helps in digestion, but it really helps in reducing muscle pain and, and recovery time. It's going to help repair those micro muscle tears when we train real hard. So your soreness and recovery is dramatically improved. And so those two key benefits really are what sets us away from, from any other product. Plus, John, as you and I have talked before, it's, it's been clinically proven in a very scientific study that was published and presented in Vienna a year ago. So it's scientifically proven to lower lactic acid, increase aerobic, increase aerobic threshold. It's going to reduce muscle pain and soreness. And it's natural and it's safe and it's certified drug-free by the largest sports lab in the world. So it is an extremely unique product for improving sports performance. And I think, yeah, the main thing, you, you, well, there's obviously two main benefits there. And obviously measuring performance, you know, that's um, largely related to training as well as obviously um, supplements you, you can take like extreme endurance. But I think the one thing that people definitely can measure um, just is their muscle pain. And, uh, and that's the big thing that I've really noticed is, uh, yes, my performance was has been, uh, has been really good since I've been on the product, but I'd like to think that's also because I've been training well. Um, but definitely the big thing for me has been the significant reduction in um, muscle soreness after after racing, after hard uh, hard sessions, so I can sort of resume normal training a lot quicker and, and, and just make it a lot more consistent. Yeah, and John, the, I think the benefit of that is that when you can recover faster and you're less sore is that you can go out the next day and, and train hard again and the next day train hard again. So over a course of time, we found the longer you use the product, the better your athletic performance improves, and, and this is this we've seen now because with with Timo and Yvonne and uh, Heidi Heidi are, are three of our pro triathletes in Europe. They've all had tremendous improvements in their training and their times and in their testing. And so, yeah, it's 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 a pretty amazing product. Now, one of the, we obviously um, sometimes get questions with you you're sort of doing things worldwide, and we've explained um, how the sort of shipping works in different areas. But one thing um, that people probably need to be aware of is that um, you have different labelling in in the EU. Um, can you sort of explain that and, and the reasons about that? Yeah, our parent company is called Euro Nutrition. We're out of Venlo, Netherlands. And I've got to tell you, the European Union makes it really, really difficult many times in making label claims and such. We could not even use the word extreme on our product in, in Europe in certain countries. So in Europe, it's known as X Endurance, right. which is our website, xendurance.com. And, you know, uh, we're probably going to run some campaigns as to why they won't let us call it extreme and why we have to call it X. But it really is Kind of a joke, but in fact, in Europe, uh, Germany, and, and the Netherlands, and, and other countries within the EU, you'll find extreme endurance as X endurance. Right. Important. So same product, just a different name. Exactly. And that also applies if, if you're shipping, um, you know, if, if guys get it off the websites, uh, it'll come with that labeling, so they need to rest assured they have got the right product. Yeah, absolutely. And into the EU, they now have uh, 
Uh, you'll be able to order uh, X Endurance and actually get a Ziploc travel pack. Uh, so sometimes people want like to have that in addition to the bottle. So when they travel, they can put in their Ziploc travel pack. But we will have that available in Europe. It'll soon be available in uh, the United States and other countries here probably in the next two months. Uh, we're having those currently made right now. So, And, and the great thing is is the, the I Am Talk listeners, your great listeners, we give them a 20% discount. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me use that promo code, John, and, and I really think that that helps and offsets some of the shipping when we're shipping it all over the world, mm-hmm. and hopefully uh, people can appreciate that, and, and we want to get it to everybody. Eventually, we'll have distributors in several different countries, but uh, that's not the case currently. Okay, and the other thing um, you've sort of got on the horizon that, that you're working on at the moment is uh, a bit of a challenge um, for distance runners. Can, can you sort of explain how that works and, and how people get involved with that? Yeah, the reason we're doing a 50K men's challenge for U.S. runners, and we're going to do this to help break the American record and the world record. There's just seven seconds difference in those two records. And the reason we're doing that is the uh, is that so many of our athletes who use extreme endurance don't want anyone to know, their competitors to know, they're using extreme endurance. So we're going to sponsor a challenge to break the American and world record, and we're putting up quite a bit of money to do that. Uh, so if there's listeners out there who would like to to take part in that 50K Men's Challenge, American listeners, uh, they can go to our website and apply on there. But <clears throat> we are going to sponsor that so we can let the world know that runners using extreme endurance are breaking world's records because we have numerous runners who have set American records, world records, course records, European records. And we really can't tell the world about it, but we do have numerous Athletes who have done that in various different events too, which is great. So, is this this is going to be a specific event um, that's going to be held, especially to try to break the record? Yes, it is going to be a special event to break the American and world record here in the U.S. And we're going to expand that into women's world's records. Uh, we'll, we'll expand that into different countries. Hopefully, we can come down and do one for uh, Australia, New Zealand, and yeah. basically just a way to help promote the product so people are the biggest problem with with extreme endurance that i have as an owner is that people who use the product who have great success i'm thinking mostly of our pros they just don't want to tell <laughs> anybody that you. so we have to do special unique things in order to get the name out and let everybody know about it and i am talk has been great in, in allowing us to do that and and we thank you and we thank all your listeners um so when roughly do you think you might be holding this event uh, we uh, we we're probably with in America, for example, they're going to have to be a course that they can they run. Mostly, it's going to be a marathon course, and they're going to add on the additional right. distance. Yep. And, and so the marathon will be a certified course, and then they'll have to certify the additional di- distance. Yep. And I know, uh, for example, here when they had the uh, rock and roll uh, marathon here in Arizona, uh, that's that was the case, and that's when the American record was was set. Right. And. Uh, and the, actually, the fellow who set that record—I uh, uh, won't mention his name—but he, you know, he was using extreme endurance, but he's sponsored by another <laughs> nutrition company, and so he couldn't mention. It. <laughs> so, so that's why we're doing this stuff. I mean, it's crazy, but we have to do it. So awesome! So, if anybody wants to get hold of extreme endurance, um, if they're in the states, um, what's the website? 
xendurance.com xendurance and use the code uh, imtalk and you get that 20% discount and we've gone through the process if you're, if you're outside the EU or if you're outside um, America the process for actually going through to get that you just pop them an email give them a call and uh, and by using that discount code as Sandy said that'll offset the, the shipping costs um, to different parts of the world so Sandy thanks very much for your time we look forward to getting you back on the show sometime soon okay great great talking to you and thanks again Workout of the month. You know what we should do, John? What? I've got two things I want to talk about before we talk about workout of the month. First of all, is maybe we should try and do a different way to do an intro. Because we always go... Okay. So maybe for next week, for one of our intros... I've got an idea already, so yeah. Okay, I'm pretty excited about it. The second thing I want to talk about, I know this is totally random, but look at my finger. Well, that's a bit of a burn. I burnt myself really bad, like really bad last night when I was cooking dinner. Stupid, my Mm -hmm. boiling water. But... Good trick. Glad wrap around it. Have you done that before? No, I have not. Who taught you that one? Joe Reed, my lovely partner. Because mm-hmm. I did the 10 minutes in the water and I was really sore. And she mm-hmm. goes, get Glad wrap, put it around it. Mm-hmm. And it stops the oxygen getting in and it stops the pain. I slept with it last night. Amazing. So you don't just learn about triathlon on this show, guys. Here you go. Here we go. Okay. Top. Oh, no. Work out of month. Yeah, well, next week that'll So we're a, bit, we're a bit, a little bit behind the doing this because of uh, all the things that have been going on. But um, we'll, we'll be getting the guys from... Uh, Extreme, um, insurance, insurance corner, corner coming on. Uh, we love those this. guys. Um, this week, this one is going to be, and we'll post this up on our Facebook page. What's your favourite strength swim set that has made a biggest difference for your swimming? So, for oh, example, nice. um, using hand paddles, bands, or some Long other sets. Or some other form of resistance to try to work specifically on your strength. So we've basically gone through. We've done a. We've done strength. We've done hill reps with running. We've done um, strength riding, big gear sort of riding on the bike, and now we're doing sort of strength swimming, and then we'll come up with some some other ideas. So give us some ideas. Now, is this, here. this can be things outside of the pool as well. Uh, Probably not going to the gym, but if you've got if you have got any land based activities that you've done, you maybe if you've used stretch cords or anything like that, yeah, TRX, in, like that. include that. Yep. yep, but not necessarily maybe going and doing five okay. million bench presses. So yep. we'll put that up on Facebook, post on that, and we'll get somebody on in the next couple of weeks. Okay, John, I'm going to put some more music on because we're going to talk about age group. Yes, some music. Okay. Of the week, week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not waiting a week. We're not waiting a week. New intros, see? Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. So, John, for the last ten years, five years, we've been doing the show. Yeah. More has been sending through an age group of the week, and you were going to nominate someone that can send through this week. But we're leaving Cam. We know we love your work. We'll Cam's racing uh, Singapore seventy point three this weekend. Good luck, Cam. But next week, Cam, we're going to do your age grouper. Right. Because Maura, poor old Maura, she's probably sent this guy through 25 times. It's not my fault if you don't forward me emails. No, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we can, you know it. And, uh, and, and I just, I said to her this week, I said, look, because he had an amazing race in Taupo. And I said to her, look, I'm taking control here. Yeah. I'm taking over. I'm vetoing John's age group, no matter what it is. Yeah. And we're doing your one finally, Maura. And I'm going to read her email out. Maura, Terry. Mm-hmm. From she took Tamora Ash Vegas. Ash Vegas, Kona qualifier. No, no, this, I don't think she went, I'm not sure if she raced this year, but a couple of years ago she certainly raced in Kona. The legend that she is. I would like to nominate Garth Barfoot for Age Grouper of the Week. I'm astounded he hasn't already been, especially when you consider she sent it in 25 million times. Mm-hmm. Garth completed a challenge Copenhagen last weekend in a 75 to 79 age group. So when was Copenhagen? When? when yeah. Uh, that would have been like. I don't know, August, September, something like that then. <laughs> yeah, <forever. 
And you've, you've appeared to me, you go, we need more age groupers. So John's sharpen up. And the time of 15 hours, 46. Fast, fast time for Garth. Far out. Right. He came in first in his age group category and his nearest rival of 12 years, his junior. So... Um, he did Ironman UK and no, I did Ironman UK oh, in 2009 with him. with him and he was very disappointed at missing the bike cut off by 90 seconds yeah that would oh. suck and Ironman New Zealand came in two minutes after midnight leading uh, again labelled DNF so with his last four iron distance resulting in DNFs this is a great achievement and fantastic reward for persistence he's already given signed up for Ironman New Zealand Australia and Brazil in 2011 he gives a lot back to the sport by being a significant sponsor of Challenge Wanaka and probably others too that I don't know about a truly amazing and inspirational gentleman worth very worthy of age group of the week now he then went on to do Ironman New Zealand and not about a month ago or a couple of weeks ago in the 75-plus age group, he came in at a time of 16.43. In the pouring rain. And, and, you know, like, everyone had pretty slow days there, and mm. considering how hard it was, and last year he missed out by a few seconds, you know, to, to beat last year's result by nearly, you know, 20 minutes. Must have been listening to some of our training tips. I'm sure he was. Now, Garth Barfoot, he's, he's actually one of those people who's just, like, an overachiever in all areas. Wow, he's got a massive... He's, he's um, pretty much got the biggest real estate... Agency in Auckland, isn't oh, it? Totally, yeah. Yeah, and, and Barfoot, and what is it? Thompson. Yeah. Um, so he puts a lot of money from that business back into sports, specifically triathlon. Um, I think he's been really instrumental. I think, and I think it's a North Harbour club in Auckland in terms of sponsoring things. Uh, and I think there was a, an Aquathon series he used to sponsor up there. So just um, somebody who's really put back into the sport and, and still obviously doing exceptionally well at that age. Um, well, let's look at the Copenhagen time. Like, it must have been a fast course. It given, was a fast yeah, course. But still, still 15.46 and you're 75 plus. Madness. I remember we were in Wanaka a few years ago. And so, you, you know, he was the last person coming in. And the whole year runs party town. Woo, woo, woo. And they created like a funnel that he had to run through. Right. And he's bending over, but it wasn't bending over because of the funnel. <laughs> he was, he was cut and over. And I, I'm like... I don't think people can comprehend how amazing that is at that age. At that age mm. you know, and he's not just one of those guys who's kind of comes along, ticks the box and does one. Mm. He's been doing this for like four or five years. I don't know how long he's been doing it, but mm. at least for the last three or four years since I've been around, he's been consistently racing and, you know, still getting in and cut off times. It's impressive, very, impressive very stuff. Impressive. So Garth Barfoot, you really yeah. are deserving. You know, I would have had you on after Copenhagen. I think the, in my defence, I think the reason was I, I don't think I got the original email. I got the follow up saying, "Why haven't you done Garth?" And I didn't have any information on him. Uh, why didn't you say that? Well, <laughs> earth, damn earthquakes! <laughs> what in September? <laughs> uh, we did have one in September. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, what? Garth Barfoot, you are our age group of, of the week. week. Okay, remember, Cam, we'll do you next week's sponsor, coffeesofhawaii.com. Oh, now John, now, well, I love coffees of Hawaii. And I love free things. And you do love free with, things. With John the, really does. With the comment. And then the, in the last break, he just goes, see my new free top. That's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Um, <laughs> this is good timing as well. Free top, free socks. Yeah, um, and good socks too. And Give me a plug. Icebreaker? Icebreaker. We Tell love. you what, Icebreaker is good gear. Yeah. Um, what are we doing here? Oh, Coffees of Hawaii. Hawaii. So a combination of things we like and free things um, means good things. And... For overseas listeners, if you spend more than 50 bucks, shipping is free on Coffees of Hawaii. So get, get yourself on there. Which is a big thing because, you know, when you are overseas, sometimes they can rape you when it comes to the shipping and costs. No, no, they don't intentionally do that. No, it's just, it's just the cost of shipping. Costs. Yeah, and so, 
you know, I mentioned Coffees of Hawaii are probably taking a bit of a hit on this just to give you guys the experience of the coffee. So, yeah. um, you know, get on it because, you know, it's free shipping. And this is a good time to actually try their coffee and get a yes. feel for it if you haven't tried it already. So use the code IMTALKFREE at checkout and you'll get free shipping provided you spend over $50. Um, there are plenty of other specials. You just click on the Coffees of Hawaii logo on the IMTALK page and get 25% off all um, items by just using IMTALK. Um, or if you go for the recurring delivery, if you like your coffee to yep. come, say, monthly, you can use the code IMTALKHH and you get 25% off there as well. So next yeah. week, John, I'm yes. going to buy my dad's birthday present. We'll choose it yeah. on here. Okay, let's do on it. On the show next week, yes. I'm going to buy his birthday present because he told me how much he loved coffee. Oh, but how do I know which blend to buy him? What did I get him last time? He did like the one I got him last time. Yeah. He likes a strong coffee, my dad. Okay. You know. Ooh. Albert, pop, pop even an email through. And tell I told you when we went to Bali together, didn't I? And he had literally had six cups of coffee by eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, awake. <laughs> he's awake. He's <laughs> awake. Oh, you're brilliant. Okay. Um, so yeah, get on it. Next week, I'm gonna buy my dad's birthday present on the show. John, you can choose it. Okay. We'll, we'll together we'll choose it, and we'll go through the process of buying coffees of Hawaii. Has he got a coffee machine at home, or does he, does he have a plunger, or yeah, what does he no, do? He's got got it. It. So they, yeah. do they get beans? Do they? Or do yeah. they? Yep. Nice. Although maybe I should just get the grind for him. Sorry? Well, we can decide this next week, John. Okay. It's a pretty exciting time. Very, I'm excited. Coffee? No, when's, when's Boston? It must be far away. Boston? April? No, it's still... Um, I was just doing somebody's program yesterday. I was racing there. It's about five weeks. Okay. Yeah, I think it's April April 18th, maybe. Yeah, Albert's got a big reputation to live up to being the fifth fastest marathon in the world. That's right. So I just I don't want to put I any saw pressure Swanee on you. I saw Swanee in Wellington. How did he go? Oh, he didn't, wasn't racing. Uh-huh. Hey, Swanee. That's right. Um, website of the week. Okay, who sent this one through, John? James. James. Is it the wise one? Yes. We've got lots of websites. Which one do you want to go to? No, they're all the same website. They're just oh, different yes. categories of it. So it's a good one. It's um, called ultracycling.com. And so it's basically for races that are in excess of 200 miles. And it's basically, it's got a whole bunch of information on there. Very, very good resource. Even if you're not into long distance cycle racing, it's got quite a few resources on there that you could use and you can cross over to triathlon, things like nutrition, um, some, some good basic stuff on there, and I haven't read through every single post, but uh, yeah, good stuff. The, the main thing is there's a calendar on there, um, which basically shows all the ultra distances. There's a lot of ultra distance riding in the States. I don't, I don't really know of any in New Zealand, hardly. Um, but well, there, what, what's ultra, anything over 200? Well, they're, they're calling it anything over 200. There's also what's a lot that one of, up north where you go... There is K2. K2, yeah. That's 200Ks, I think it oh, is. Oh, so we're talking miles, yeah, yeah true. So, and it's got things like the 12-hour challenge, the 24-hour challenge. It's got record. It's got all the different records. They've got an ultra-distance uh, um, magazine, electronic version. This here has got the list of all the different records. Um, you can donate them to keep it going. It's obviously guys sort of doing, I think, this on a pretty voluntary basis. So. Well, see, I haven't spent much time on the website, so I can't really judge it, but I know James... In his email to us about it, was a real big fan of it, and he said they got some really great articles on things like um, mental training for ultra events, mm-hmm. um, nutrition, some events and stuff like that. So he was just saying that the website, the content on there is really, really great. And another thing that he posted on there was uh, saying there's a section on there selecting your support crew. Um, we talked about the double distance, double iron distance, and all the ultra triathlons, and he's saying how important the support crew is. There's a page up there that talks about that, and again, that'll probably have crossover to triathlon. Um, if you're looking at doing some sort of ultra staged race triathlon yeah, for the person in the off season an ultra would be a great training base wouldn't it yeah I mean it's a bit like doing epic camp and things like yeah, that yeah yeah if but you the, could train to walk to an ultra and but the problem for most people is um, 
off season is winter, and that's when the ultra distances are, the races are. So I guess you know. You've so they normally are then, or they're not. No, they're normally in summer, obviously. Yeah, course, yeah. So you kind of pick. pick. Are you going to early mate, season but, race? But I'm sure there's probably plenty that are, say end of season or early yeah. season, and that would be a great way either just to set yourself an end of season challenge, especially if you've done a mid season iron distance race. Yep. Um, or as Bevan said, to, to do it as a, as a really good uh, prep. Well, good old Sean in the Porno Barns. Mm-hmm. He was over in Australia doing three peaks, 235Ks, not quite an ultra, but still pretty decent if you ask me, mm-hmm. with 555,500 vertical metres. I was going to say feet, I was going to say that's still pretty impressive, but f- metres, that's uh, it's very good. Do you think he got that wrong? I don't know. Well, There's not that many big mountains in Australia. Is he in Australia? Yeah, he's in Australia. He's even got the Garmin thing here. John's got a Garmin. I went oh, yeah. and looked at his bike the other day as he's on there and, and he was showing me it and it's pretty impressive with the Garmin, aren't you? It is. There we go. It's a cir- circuit and it's uh, somewhere in Australia. <laughs> Great podcast. What was your average speed, porno? It was, oh, it's pathetic. No, it was right. Your f- it was feet, not metres. Well, yeah, but maybe climbing altogether. No, it's feet. It says it out there. Oh, okay. I oh, know that's max elevation, 5,600. It doesn't actually say how. It does look pretty decent. Look at that. Yeah, love those garments. Okay, great podcasting sponsor. Oh, so we, we, what was the website? It was ultracycling.com. Ultracycling.com. Okay, sponsor, last sponsor, athlinks.com. You've done, you haven't done your piece here, mate. Oh, you pulled me out there. I didn't actually put them in. Goodness me. But we've got to say, goodness, goodness me. <laughs> Troy has been uh, a good help oh, with obviously getting, getting this uh, all the Hood to Coast stuff sorted. So they're a major sponsor of the, the Hood to Coast race. Um, just and, and also promoting on the website if you go to the website the Malibu Drum Marathon let's go on there give it a business give it a click give it a click go to the Malibu I'd love to do a marathon like that no, I'm thinking I might train for a marathon we can, we can over we can on a Malibu's in the States I was thinking it was in Hawaii I was going to say we could overstay in, uh, right. in Kona and just pop over <laughs> and do it so one thing you can do which, which is really cool with F-Links is if you go on there and you join up you can actually see other people in your area. So let's say, you're, like, when I first started triathlon, mm-hmm. I had to train by myself for the whole first year. Like, I literally didn't do any sessions with anybody else. Yes. And in my city, I didn't know any cycle routes. So you know what I used to do? What? Head towards Timaru and back every day. Nice. And basically, so I went on the busiest road in Christchurch, and I just rode in one direction for how long I had to ride for, and I rode back in the other direction. And it's all I did for my first year of training. Yeah. Looking back, a little bit stupid. Boring, and it was a little bit boring, especially because those days I didn't have an iPod or, or music yeah. or anything, so it was pretty tedious. And you always got a headwind coming home, so it used to break my heart. Whereas if I had Athlinks, I could have joined up to Athlinks, I could have said, Okay, well, in Christchurch, I can have a look and I can see what Renata Bianchfield, yeah, and I could go okay, text on there. That's Christchurch, Canada, John. Canada, oh well, how are you doing, Renata, over there in Canada? Yeah. It's because you're not logged in. Oh, I need to log in. But what you've clicked on there might uh, you can I think you can just you can search by um, by area anyway. So you can you basically when, when you are when you are logged in, um, obviously you've got to sign up and everything, claim all your results. Um, but then it will go on, and Bevan always forgets his password. Well, it's normally automatically logged in. That's the problem. Uh-huh. And then you know what it's like. You know, obviously I've emptied the cache or something, and then. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway it basically tells you the triathletes in your area you can also look by club um, so you can go and try to find the triathlon club in your area and you can um, get in contact with them and it's just a great way of sort of networking keep all your results in one place but also network with people that are living in your area but I think the thing is as well is that don't be afraid to approach people who you don't know mm-hmm. because as we were talking about in discussion earlier on is that we're pretty open people as in getting people in and out there and mm-hmm. you know if you if you are looking for a training buddy or you know you are looking for someone who knows maybe the local area and 
you know, just just send me an email on Athlinks. Just say, hey, look, I'm in the area. I'm just looking for some good rides, or I'm looking for some training buddies. And you'll find people will just come back and say, oh, you're good. We do these rides here, and here's a pack ride here. And and if you are one of those people who are in the know, get yourself an Athlinks, and you can be, you know, that can be your small little thing you can do for the community in your area. Great. So, um, a really great way to just connect with with athletes who you know are out there and doing it and uh, also to connect with people who you don't even know hey and let's be honest we've set up marriage through athletes haven't we we have yeah it's going places Romeo and Juliet still going strong still going strong <laughs> no edge <laughs> okay uh, so athletes.com okay John questions and answers just one comment really okay well this is Will Richards is just asking just picking up on a point You, uh, your post I'm New Zealand coverage around Terenzo Bizzoni complaining he was cold on the bike I'm not surprised seeing that the only item of cold weather clothing he was wearing was a pair of arm warmers why oh why John do I am athletes really look like wearing appropriate clothing in races they all seem to wear the same kit regardless of the conditions a thin thermal top or well fitted gillet uh, would have made the world of difference. It seems from the pros' photos that only Matthias Heck looked like upping his clothes. Athletes spend thousands on kit to make them go faster, and then, but then spend nine hours out in the rain wearing only a tri-suit. You wouldn't do it in the training, so why do it in the racing? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Well, I back up everything you say. Oh, and often God. what you'll find is that age group, serious age group athletes are better prepared than pros in terms of a lot of the little organisational things. But why is it? Come on, like pros race all the time. Surely they know that if I put a jacket on, I'm going to be warmer. They're like, these guys aren't stupid. Do you think that it's just pressure of the moment that, like, do you think that I don't know what they're thinking. I, I can't understand the rationale. It's just stupid. You know, like when if, if I was racing there and I tell all my athletes, okay, just spend, if it's a day like it was where it rained all day. Or like when we did just, last time. Yeah. Should we put on, we had arm warmers and we had we had both had a bike jersey. It wasn't ridiculously cold. It wasn't cold. I, it was I was fine weird. over there with that. Um, but if, if, if the, you, you know what the forecast is going to be. It's not like it was a big surprise. You knew it was Okay, so rain. We're, we're not talking to a pro age group. We're talking to age groupers here generally. I know we've got some pros listening, but... Why would a pro not do it? Why didn't Terenzo not go? I can't understand it. You, you, you wouldn't. But was he the only one? Oh no, they all did it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they would have all done it because um, I saw pictures of Sam Warner. I saw pictures of um, Cam Brown. They basically, as you said, they had arm warmers on, and that was it. Um, now, I, I, from my understanding, it wasn't forecast to be ridiculously cold up there. Okay. And so for someone, you know, like in wrote, it wasn't that cold for us, so no, we didn't have cold, to go it crazy. Wet, yeah. It was wet, um, and so a lot of them probably thought I'll be okay with that. But if you are, if you know you're somebody who suffers from the cold, don't know whether Trenzo is or not. Don't know whether Marinda Carfrey is. She was complaining about the cold as well. Um, then surely you would do something about it. Is it because they're worried about losing time in transition? Oh, most likely, and and they, you won't look super. I, I guess you won't look super smart when you're out there if you've got like a jacket or something on. You yeah. won't look quite as classy for I don't know. Oh, I'm sure it's not about image. Um, who knows? Who knows? Maybe when we get, we'll get Trenzo on again at some stage and we'll ask him. He's, he's taking Kona this year. He's what? He's taking Kona this year. He's going to win it, is yeah. he? Yeah. You've suddenly you're, you're become best friends with Trenzo, haven't you? Uh, you're, you're Mr. Critical in the past. Now no, you're like, no, I've not been critical. I've said he's done far done. better at half distance than he has at iron distance. And if the, but the scary thing is, if he does win Ironman, I still think he's better at half Ironman. And... Uh, and so if he wins Ironman, I think he's done awesomely well, amazingly well. He's a legend. Yep. He already is a legend. He's a five-time world champion. Five times? Is he a five-time world champion? Yep. And what? 
He's he's won seventy point three. Oh, and age groupers and stuff. And then he's got like um, four age junior titles. Okay, five time world champion. Honestly, I think you're his biggest fan. You might get a tattoo. I love Terenzo on my yeah, arm. Got uh, just a couple of quick emails. Um, uh, ja sent through a. Um, Would that be Jay maybe? Or? I'm not sure. Sent through one of those YouTube clips um, with the video, um, which is good. Makiao was asking, he wants to spend, he's going to take a year off to train, and uh, he wants to know a good place to train. I wasn't I sure where he was. To this. And what'd you say? I said, Nate, we basically wants to focus on his cycling by the sound of it, and he said he wants to go somewhere where the weather's pretty good, um, you can train year round, there's plenty of bike racing, and uh, and lots of variety and a, and a good sort of scene. And I said, well, if you'd emailed me a couple of weeks ago, I would have said Christchurch. Yeah. Because <laughs> we do have a really good bike scene here. And has it, has it destroyed our riding? Uh, hill riding for to, 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 to a degree. You know, yep. you can't do some, a lot of the classic rides. Still, I mean, you can still go up around the hills, but um, just certain parts of the hills you can't Yeah, go. I couldn't do Cooper's Knob the other day. Yeah. So then I had to go to the other side of tyres. Oh, that's great. I love that climb. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Um, so then I said to him, probably Nate, Napier might be a good option. Uh, they used to have a very strong cycling community up there. I don't know if they still do. Good weather. Um, still to get a few earthquakes up there. Yeah. Um, that was my suggestion. And lastly, Christine Rudasa was just saying, um, who we haven't heard from in a long time, so it's good to hear he's still listening to the show. I uh, was just sending through some of the footage of the, how the Japan tsunami affected Kona. And they had footage of, of both um, before and after of the right. race. Yeah, uh, It's obviously not permanent major damage, but it was interesting looking at the photos. So I'll put a link to that on www.iamtalk.me. And just as we're wrapping up here, John, what have people been saying on Facebook? What is Facebook? Because the, the format of Facebook has changed a bit because now yeah. it's just a bit different. So one person put out, now who was this? Three to Run. I'm not sure who that is. I3 to Run. It's a company, but they put a link to um, a really good training motivation video on Facebook. Did you watch it? No, not. It was quite good. Um, and then Mike Scott, who we gave the plug to for the run for Christchurch, mm-hmm. he was saying they've re- nearly raised 10,000k and they think they will, so good work there. Um, and then that's about it. Yep. That's good. Yeah, and Rachel Joyce was saying to Joe Carrot that she really enjoyed the interview. Good. Just, okay. you know, the pros, they, they, they listen to the show. They listen. You know, this is, this is the, the, the news for all oh, cheapers. We are only, we are, it's gonna, we'll be in our seven. Okay. Um, Code and nicknames. We haven't given them to I, me. I know, no. I'm just saying we, thank you to people who have donated. We've had a few okay. more donations lately to help us get to Kona. Great. Um, probably do a big burst of nicknames next week or the week after, so they are coming. Great. Um, and, yeah, basically any money that is pledged to the show at the moment, um, either through a weekly subscription or no, a monthly four dollars a month or any donation basically goes to our Kona fund we've booked our tickets we've got the accommodation sorted. endurance travel endurance travel I was going to say that as well actually I meant to say that earlier in the news Ironman New Zealand entry apparently is, is open now last year it sold out um, through their the package you no, mean no just Ironman New Zealand open but endurance travel basically if, if ever a race an iron distance race sells out and you're desperate to go and do it get, contact the guys at endurance travel because yeah. they often buy packages to get in there so um check them out and if you're going to go and do an offshore race and you're a little bit worried about the language or anything like that um, endurance travel will go to the majority of the iron iron man races around the world um so check them out there's a link on our website yep, yep, yep. endurance travel and all the feedback we get on those guys is really really great I'll talk sponsors to, uh, talk to you about that maybe later okay well that's not for the show well, it is, but we probably need to discuss it first. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to? Oh, that'd be good. Do you want to pause then? No. Do you want to talk about it to them now? Yeah. I feel like your parents. You were like the parents in the lounge, yeah. and the kids want to. You know, they're listening in on the conversation. Pop in a pause. Okay, we'll pop in a pause. Johnny's a pause. You guys are back in a second anyway. So the thing is, I don't like 
keeping back things back from the children. Right. You know, it's children. You're it, not, they're not it, the children. Get it out there. <laughs> get it out. I like honesty. Okay, so John has his cunning plan, and I can't think it's a good one. Well, basically, because, I mean, we've got a very large audience out there, and we're going to Kona. Bevan and I have coughed up with the cash, and obviously the donations are helping us to, to get over there. Yep. Um, but if you've if anybody out there has got a business or you're associated with a business that potentially wants to be a sponsor for our Kona coverage, um, we are looking for a couple of cash sponsors for Kind of like naming right? sponsors for yep. that trip. Obviously, we'll still have Coffees of Wine and our regular sponsors there, and Endurance Travel are obviously um, one of our sponsors over there. But we'll have two or three other slots available for um, where you'll, you'll get naming us. rights basically for yeah. our Kona coverage. It'll be brought to you by. Well, it'll be brought to you by the listeners first of all, and these. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you have got a business who you want a bit of exposure, and to be honest, our Kona downloads are, are huge. Huge, yeah. Like we do like that. Double or maybe even triple what we normally get on. We'll a probably show. do what ten shows over there, probably. Yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah. the exposure you'll get is really, really massive. So if you've got a product that you think you just want to sponsor us for this period of time, um, send us an email. Go to our website and uh, yeah, all good. Nice. Okay, John sponsors just quickly. Coffeesofway.com. Um, um, next, oh, next week. I'm ordering. Yep. yep. Extreme endurance. I didn't listen to the interview. Um, we talked about the 50k challenge. 50k challenge, great. And athlinks.com. And find friends in your city. Nice. Okay, John. So what's your goss? Really trying to make this week back to back to normal as possible. And so for a number of people in Christchurch, like myself, and probably not Bevan really, um, got a house, got a job, kind of trying to get back to normal now. But there's so many people that haven't got houses and haven't got jobs, so I kind of feel a bit bad, but I've got to try to make this week as normal as possible. As in just as in finding a routine for yourself? And just getting, you got, but getting you on top get, of work. You've got to go there eventually, don't you? Yeah. You you know, like, you've got to get back to life. You've got to get on top, got to get work, got to keep earning money and got to keep, family. keep putting money out of the economy as well. I'm going, to, I'm going to make a vow, well not a vow, I'm going to really try to buy a lot more local made stuff even if it means paying a premium from, from here on in and just supporting really well that's the thing what's really aid. interesting around these times if you look at the like the economics of it all is that people pull back so like it's interesting with my running businesses is that you know they were going so well and this earthquake just really hurts them because right now people aren't spending money mm. and, and I am designing a premium product so you know like that those are the things that disappear and um, it, it's you know like it's fine and my businesses will get through it but it is, you know, like, now's not the time when you're spending money, are you? Mm-hmm. And so if you're a local retailer or something like that, A, you've got, you know, lots of problems around, you know, your buildings and stuff like that. But B, you know, like, people aren't spending money, so... And then you're not spending money, so you're not getting the money, so you're not ordering, say, your printing supplies from your printer. Yeah. And your printer's not getting any money, so it's yeah. just, it's a really bad cycle over here. But we're going to pull through it. Uh, training? Training. I've been back on the bike. and When you're to Poland? I'm not going to Poland, I'm just doing Epic Camp, so... Oh. Oh, the, my poles are coming to Epic Camp. Okay. So that's really the focus now is getting ready for Epic Camp, not doing the marathon. I'll probably do, still do running, racing all winter. You should join up with the running, uh, running. Do you know, running well, I, was, I was down on Saturday, I thought I'd go for a track session. I went to a mm-hmm. track session down at the Henson Park. Yeah. And the running club were having a run on. And they came up, they were really lovely people. Port Hills running club. Oh, they're oldies. A lot of oldies. Yeah, we're a yeah. lot of oldies. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of oldies. They're really social. Yeah, um, and they said, come along and join and stuff. They're real lovely. Yeah, come and join the tri-club one. Do all the short races, like 4K, 5K, cross-country stuff. Because I don't think I'm going to be travelling so much. So, yeah, I'm well. like 150 bucks for the whole season. Yeah, bring it on, Tampon. Okay. Um, so a little bit of biking and, but yeah, just try to do something every day, but pretty minimal. And I see you were out running the other day. Yeah. Foot's better, is it? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just for one thing I need to plug, um, I've created a thing called uh, Quake Workouts. 
Um, for those, just for obviously, this is for real niche of the audience, but in Christchurch, I've created outdoor workout sessions where it's just getting people into some form of normality. And I've done it around work hours, so it's like a 5.30 on a Monday and Wednesday night, and then a 6.30 in the morning on a Thursday, Tuesday and Thursday morning. And um, I've, I've priced it really cheap, so that it's more about getting people out there doing it. And it's not cheap, it's value for money. Well, no, but it's pretty cheap. Like most yeah. people are charging 10 bucks a head, I'm charging as little as 250 a head. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just want, like, I, I believe in big groups when it comes to exercise. So, um, and, you know, but I do think it's great value for money as well. But just if you can help spread the word around that, if you're in Christchurch, you just go to my website, bevanjamesisles.com, and all the information on that is there. Other than that, John, we put an offer in on a house the other day. Whoa, where did that come from? Well, there was a beautiful house. You didn't consult me. Well, it's close. It was in the <laughs> yeah. John Newsom don't need to consult range. Good. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it's because Joe wants to go to Miraval, you see. And, you know, and uh, I said, to I can't. Over there. Yeah, John, John wouldn't let me. Yeah. Whereas this one was just up um, Craycroft Terrace off yeah, Dysmas yeah, yeah, Road. Yeah. Up there, yep. And uh, beautiful house. Lowballed them. They went there. <laughs> but the problem was. Sometimes I've had done that and they just well, don't the problem reply. was, we got an agent. Normally agents are really good at going, oh, if you went a little bit higher, you'd be. This agent was just real bland. So we go, oh, we're, we're, so we talked about it and we go, oh, go, go on at this price. And the agent goes, um, the agent goes, okay, well, I'll just put the offer in. She was from America. Okay, I'll just put the offer in and I'll present the offer. And so she comes back and she goes, oh, no, he wasn't interested in that offer. And so I go, well, you know, what, what kind of, you know, were we close? She goes, ah, you know, we didn't really see. So we got no feedback. So then we went back at what we consider as, you know, because we don't want to put ourselves under too much financial pressure right now. Um, we put ourselves, you know, the best we could do. And and she just came back and she said, yeah, no, he's not interested Um and I said, well, were we close? She goes, well, you So know, there's no price on the house, it's just sort of... No a- price, and but they're not giving feedback either, you know? And so it's like, well, how can I negotiate if I... knock on his door and say, look, what do you... Yeah, well, he doesn't live there at the moment as well, uh-huh. so it's... Yeah, so it's a pity because it was a beautiful house and it was kind of... Ticked. When you're going for houses, you know, you're looking yeah. for... you know, And you're kind of compromised, whereas this one was kind of like ticked all the boxes and the things we needed. So there was one really strange thing, but it was, it's quite a big place. And it's four bedroom and two story, and and in the second floor, there's like this dungeon room, and like underneath. That's what take the box. You've got a your dungeon room. Tag, we're buying it. Seriously, it'd be twice the size of this room here. My room is quite a large room, yeah. and it'd be twice the size of this room here. Just concrete blocks, concrete floor, nothing in there. That's bizarre. Yeah, it was really bizarre. It's like a well, so like a, a sort of wine cellar type thing. Well, well, I suppose no, it was in the, the middle of the house, not really. Oh yeah, and nothing there, no windows, no nothing. And there's almost there's like a hallway you get in to get to it as well. That's the thing. If you don't, don't go buying new sheets, Bevan, you're in the dungeon. <laughs> in the dungeon. <laughs> so, uh, so it didn't happen. So, still on the house hunt, but although maybe they'll take a back step right now because of what's happening in Christchurch. Our, our thoughts do go out to everyone in Japan. I just, oh man, it's just horrible seeing pictures from there. So, mm-hmm. if you've got loved ones or family and friends, or, or if you're a listener in Japan, we are thinking of you guys. Um, and lastly, just remember our auctions still rocking. Get on our Facebook page. If you're on Facebook, and give the I like to one of yeah. our auction things because then that just helps it's just exposure, us. Just exposure, isn't it? Or like tree T-Rex, oh, T-Rex, T-Rex, T-Rex of try dead on try talk. Go onto your forums and just say, mm-hmm. hey, these guys are doing this for that. Um, awesome. You know, the more money, the better. All good. I'm Russ. I'm Mando. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. It's been a while since we've done an hour eight, but hour sixteen when you add in the other thing. Oh, I forgot the thing. Okay, I hour deliver. sixteen. You delivered. I'm the mailman. He's the mailman. The postie. Postie. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs>